Let's talk with Big Chief and yours truly, Stero. You know what I mean? And uh, we're going to get into some things today. Discuss a few things and let's get it. Yo, peeps, our fans, everyone out there in internet land, we just wanted to um, thank you uh, for uh, tuning in all the time and giving us support. And um, we love you, man. Facts. Now, today we just want to uh, discuss um, the issue of Brittany Griner along with uh, Mr. Victor Boot, who is the infamous arms dealer. Uh, today we will discuss like whether or not the deal was a fair um, swap, a fair trade on behalf of the United States um, government and um, the Russian government. All right. So as we know, um, you know, in the past we have been like educated on um, Brittany Griner, on the WNBA um, star, who um, resides um, in the off-season in Russia. And she played for a Russian team for many years, over like 10 The Olympic years. gold medalist. And Olympic gold medalist, yes. Thank you, sir. Um, in which she was um, arrested for allegedly, or well, it's not alleged anymore, because she admitted to uh, carrying uh, ca cannabis oil uh, into Russia and getting caught at uh, the airport, in which she uh, pled guilty and she was sentenced to over nine years and uh, was recently sent to the Russian prison in the Gulag. Um, and the United States government was um, negotiating with the Russian government uh, to release to release her. And um, one of the the trade was in which she it was like a two for one, right. in which um, a former uh, U.S. Uh, uh, Marines, uh, along with Brittany Griner, to be traded for Mr. Victor Boot, who is the infamous uh, Russian uh, arms dealer. So basically. Um, Mr. Boo, just a little background of him, on him. He was a former intelligence officer in the Russian government. Um, and when the Russian government collapsed, uh, there was like a lot of surpluses um, of U.S., uh, excuse me, of Russian uh, military equipment, um, in, in addition to the Russian um, cargo airplanes. Now, he had a lot of military connections and what have you. So... Allegedly, the, the, the Russian government helped facilitate uh, him transporting a lot of these um, ex-surplus military equipments like AK-47, bombs, airplanes, and what have you. So he was able to transport a lot of these um, you know, equipments to whether it is terrorists um, fighting against the um, United States and um, other Western um, country. Uh, to drug dealers, right, and to gangsters. And in addition, he also helped fuel the blood diamond um, wars in Africa. You know, so we, we just want to discuss whether or not if this was a fair deal. A matter of fact, the U.S. Marines, um, the U.S. Marine, the, the Russian government denied uh, releasing him. So... That's Mr. Paul Whelan. Paul Whelan, yes. And um, subsequently, Mr. Trump, uh, number 45, had declined to, you know, facilitate that whole, you know, release and trade of uh, Mr. Whelan. And uh, his people, his family are still kind of upset with that. And he still languishes mm -hmm. in a Russian gulag, as we are speaking right now. Um, big respect to the administration for, you know, bringing Brittany home to her family uh, for the holidays. That's a good look for them, you know. 
But um, what I wonder is, what took them so long? Because this has been on the table for quite some time now, and they choose now to, you know, bring her home. So, with saying that, do you think that it was a fair trade? I mean, this guy was notorious. Right. Okay? And he has a very, very inimical background as far as arms dealing to all types of individuals around the globe. Right. So, arms dealer, basketball star, mm, you know, it's kind of like a fine line, man, you know? Was it a fair trade? What do you call fair? Now, in terms of, um, and it's, you know, they call him the merchant of death, right? As a matter of fact, there was a, a show, a movie that came out back, um, in the days, actually, Nicolas Cage was the one that um, started that um, show, and it was made. They made it based on the of of his history, right? And do be reminded that during the crisis in the, um, in Africa with the blood diamonds, there were a lot of people dying, and they were dying because these the same weapons that. Mr. Boot was um, basically selling to them, you know, um, and it was a crisis. A lot of Africans was losing their arms and because they didn't want to um, mine for these diamonds and these warlords um, say, hey, no, you're going to have to mine these diamonds so I could um, sell it on the black market to get more weapons. So basically this helped fuel it. And I don't know, people, basically people are saying that the Biden administration uh, did it because there was a lot of pressure on him. And the LGBTQ uh, community is very powerful within um, Washington and so forth. So they put a lot of pressure on him for him to, uh, to help facilitate this or what have you. And what's going to happen once um, Mr. Boot, now Mr. Boot is released now. Do you think that he's just going to go retire and go into his rocking chair and, and rock his children? No, he's going to, um, at this time, basically springboard back into the same type of business he's, um, he, 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 he was in prior, especially now with um, this war in Ukraine. You know, will he be able to negotiate with other countries that have surplus weapons to help? Bring it into Ukraine to fight the Ukrainians. So these are a lot of things that um, people are throwing out there. I mean, it'll be interesting to see what his, you know, motives are. I think if he was to stay relatively low key, it would be in his best interest because the spotlight is on him now, mm -hmm. the international spotlight. Yeah. I mean, because this was a huge deal, mm -hmm. as far as you know, uh, politically speaking, you know, mm -hmm. and. Um, I've been seeing the press about it and, you know, people for and against and, you know, individuals who are kind of just, you know, rallying around Brittany and, you know, individuals who are condemning the, uh, the Democrats and the whole Biden administration for, you know, trading a war criminal basically for, you know, a basketball star. And, and we all know that in the past, presidents have 
basically made some terrible, terrible deals. Um, prime example, you know, um, Obama, you know, he released a lot of the Taliban out of uh, Guantanamo Bay. Um, in addition to uh, Trump released a lot of Taliban uh, from the prison uh, prior to, uh, prior to uh, uh, Biden pulling them out, uh, pulling out the United States um, in the army out of um, Afghanistan. <coughs> and now Biden with the Brittany Griner and Victor um, Bout. Boot. Um, boot, excuse me. Yeah. Victor Boot. So, I mean, from the standpoint of international affairs, you know, the Americans are happy that, you know, one of theirs has been brought home. Mm -hmm. I get that. But from the standpoint of those who have been affected by, you know, the actions of Mr. Boot. Mm hmm they're not so, you know, uh, happy, so to speak, you know, in terms of just being affected by the crimes that he's committed and their families have been affected by those crimes. Yeah. So. In a kind of sense, um, a lot of detractors are basically saying that um, Brittany Griner knew what she was getting into. Uh, she knew the history of the uh, the Russian the Russian um, government and the Russian society, and no way in hell she should have uh, brought any drugs because um, from what was reported, uh, the Russian government is very very strict when it comes to um, certain type of crime or look crime that you you might get away with uh, within the United States. Uh, you get a little slap on the wrist. They take it serious, uh, like drugs and so forth. I mean that's like nations around the world. The U.S. is kind of lax when it comes to certain laws and, you know, when it comes to drugs. I remember mm -hmm. back in the day, a couple of years ago, maybe about a decade ago or so, remember when Dallas Austin was caught in Dubai yeah. mm -hmm. with uh, paraphernalia mm -hmm. and was held out there for an undisclosed amount of time. Mm -hmm. And you have to be conscientious when you're traveling overseas that you're not in the continental United States and their laws and their tolerance for certain, you know, behavior is very, very slim. So, yeah. you know, just moving forward, you know, when traveling, you know, do the research on where you're going. Yeah. What type of laws and what their standpoint is as far as when it comes to certain, you know, substances, alcohol, cigarettes, drugs, you know? Like when you travel to certain Middle Eastern countries, yeah. they have zero tolerance for that. Yeah, zero tolerance. You know? Yeah. But, you know, it's, it's one thing where you just travel, um, you visit or vacation or what have you, and you, even just do business. But when you live out here for a, a, a certain period of time, um, and they, they said that she was there for like 10 years because, you know, she played uh, basketball in the off season, and she make a lot of uh, money... Overseas, As a matter of fact, a lot of uh, WNBA um, basketball players, uh, they like to go overseas because they get paid more money. They supplement their income um, from the WNBA to overseas. Like they play overseas, like in Turkey, um, you know, in addition to Russia and, and China and places like that. You know, it's um, they got to be very mindful, like you said. And very, very cautious 
Um, because a lot of countries now, they could see that they could use the Ameri American citizens as a pawn, uh, as a negotiating tactic. And before in the past, uh, we never uh, negotiate, whether it's with terrorists or certain countries that hold Americans hostage. So what has changed? Is it the new administration or? I mean, it's all politics at the end of the day. Yeah, true. You know, you have to give a little to get a little. True. And who knows what the ulterior motives were mm -hmm. as far as behind the scenes, wheeling and dealing and mm -hmm. talks and negotiations yeah. to facilitate this particular exchange. Mm -hmm. But, you know, at the end of the day, one of the Americans is home. Yeah. That's a good thing. Mm -hmm. I'm sure her family's quite pleased and mm -hmm. overjoyed mm -hmm. to have her back in time for the holidays. Mm -hmm. I'm sure she herself is pleased and overjoyed after being, you know, held in captivity for so long in a foreign country. Yeah. So, you know, mm -hmm. there's pros and cons to it at the end of the day. It just depends on where you as an individual, you know, your perspective. Yeah. And, you know, this is the perspective of Chief and Stero. You know, um, my... <laughs> My advice to her, uh, Brittany, steer her from the ganja. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just be conscientious of, you know, what you're doing and how you're doing it and mm -hmm. be safe. Yes. And with that said, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, subscribe, share. Until next time, Chief Estero. socialmobi.com